Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, my name is Aid and this is Show um, and uh, we have got a fun packed conversation for you to listen to today. Uh, it's a bit of a, a bit of an update on what we've all been doing actually. Uh, so you know uh, just you're catching up actually you know, you know new year turning over a new leaf going out and making some photographs even if really we'd all rather talk about photography than do it hey graham mm-hmm. uh, uh oh sorry sorry where did that come from <laughs> um and uh yeah so uh yeah we're here great i'm here graham's here claire's here how are you doing i'm not going to ask you both at the same time this <laughs> week because i made that mistake last week graham how are you doing I'm doing very well. I am enjoying the way that you say uh, fun fact. Uh, well, we can see you on the video call. Aid looks very tired. <laughs> He's going, it's going to be fun packed. Oh, Knowledge, God, yeah. even the concept <laughs> is exhausting. But no, I am I am good. Thank you. And uh, looking forward to catching up this evening because, yeah, as you said, we've, we've been doing stuff, which is weird and good. Um, so it's <laughs> nice to feel like... It's good kind of weird, yeah. yeah. And thank you for caring the fact that I'm, I'm a little... Uh... Little low on energy today. It has been a a long day for me today. Not not nothing you know you know drastic or or tragic or to report. Just just a, a lot of stuff on today. And uh, so yeah, that's the, so I was uh, really looking forward to spending another two hours in front of my computer today. <laughs> but hey, you know. <laughs> So yeah, we 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 live to serve. So mm-hmm. <laughs> serve the serve the photography community. That is, of course. Anyway, Claire, how are you? I'm good, thank you. A bit cold this evening. <laughs> oh, why is that? I don't know. I'm always cold. I'm always feeling cold, but my feet feel a bit cold. But I've wrapped up here. <laughs> Do you have socks on, Claire? I got tights on. Yeah. Okay. You I need some tights. thick socks. Mm. Sinead always does this. She goes, "Oh, I'm a bit cold," and she <laughs> has no socks on. The mic. Well, I mean, step one: put in socks on. God damn it! Yeah. This is not rocket science. Uh, I'm I'm the cold in one in my house, and so I'm always putting the heating on. Uh, when people go, "Why is he putting the heat? On? Why are you putting it?" It's like, "Cause I'm cold." <laughs> That's me, age. <laughs> getting old. Mm. What do you mean, getting? <laughs> Shall we start off? <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, that was me being charitable. Yeah, that was me being very charitable. Um, your zines turned up, hasn't it? Your what were you calling it? Aids? Is this a zine? Is this a photo book? Is this um an autograph a test? <laughs> is this the, is this an autograph limited edition of one? <laughs> so so it, it yeah, I'm going to sign it to myself. Yeah, huh? to aid, love, to aid, aid. love, yeah. aid, my hero. Yeah. So no, this is this is part of uh, well, I did I did talk about this a little bit, didn't I? Um, but but not so much uh last week i don't think so i you know i i it arrived like the next day or something like that after we'd had the recording so i've had it for a few days so this is this is what i call my my consumer grade photo book Um, Mm. it is very consumer grade and i've done it just for me not really for circulation and just for fun so you know i've taken some some photos that i've taken over the last few months i i sort of you know selected a few uh paired them up so they could be on facing pages or made a, a double page spread of them and uh yeah and just sent it to the printers you know in fact i didn't send it to the printers at all i did it on the yeah on the website yeah um and so all you've got you know just a few pictures some of them are landscapes i don't know if you can see this on the screen i don't know if that's focusing that looks nice so Um, for listeners it looks like is it a foggy morning aid 
it is it's a it's a it's a, it's a tree and a foggy morning i think yeah. it was taken from a moving train as well that one yeah so, yeah um, I was it's say a little, little bit of motion blur motion on it there, yeah. um there's there's bits where i've been playing with light here's a couple here and you can see those the one on the left is a, a street scene around a building site in london the one on the right is actually taken in my own hallway and it's just the light shining through the house from the front to the back of the house and so that one's a bit, a bit about light uh what else have we got uh, we've got some gerbils okay uh, you know no self-respecting photo book is is complete without a photo of some gerbils uh you know uh, photographing gerbils is really hard by uh -huh. the way really yeah. really hard and you cut and you really don't want like a proper dedicated camera to photograph gerbils because actually it... a, that picture that you just showed of the gerbils was must have mm. been hard to take because you've got them three gerbils all quite lovely lined up compositionally and one's looking right at the camera i mean that's really great you managed to get that without them all running off oh they're all yeah they've all been glued to that chair they're, <laughs> that's why they're not running off they look like they're straining because i'm trying to get away because he's glued them all. actually hard to take well that's why they, I mean, they are just... yeah and these yeah it's one of those things i mean you, you have to you have to accept that taking photographs of gerbils is probably going to include some movement right because they don't sit still for very long um yeah but these are just a, a few pics this one this, this one i don't know if you can see that one that's kind of that's a nighttime landscape at a light show so i do talk most years about going to the light show at, at the royal horticultural society gardens at wisley that is one from this year the this this was a nice interesting one because uh, most of the time you, you go there to take photos of all the colours because, of course, the light show is incredibly colourful. So I thought this year, do something different. I'll, I'll go go black and white and see if I can yeah. capture some of the atmosphere of it in black and white. Um, so that, that was cool. Uh, yeah, just a, just a few other bits, kind of a couple more there of, of around London, um, trying to pair them up a little bit. So that is actually the same building. So you've got one which is of the whole of the building from far away and one which is a detail shot of part mm. of the architecture. Um, yeah, I'm just playing around, you know, doing things for fun, and and I really like it. And I got it in my hand, and you know, I'll, I'll do another one soon and stuff like that. I what think have you called I, that one, Aid? Um, it, it doesn't really have a title. All I've put it, it by way of a description on the inside of the cover is it, is it just says it's not off camera. I'm going to focus on that. That actually says sometimes in late 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, wow. it, it's it's a working title. I need to work on that. But yes. the, the whole thing was a test, really, because you know it, it was you know how will these photos print because they are very contrasty, very grunged up JPEGs. And I was like, well, how will these print because I don't really have any leeway, you know, to edit them because you know they'll just They've fall apart well, instantly. Though, as they? They've printed well. They, they have. They actually they actually works really well. I mean, there's, there's but by. By design of the way I'm shooting it, there's, there's very little detail in the shadows and, mm. they blow, and it blows out the highlights. So, <laughs> But yeah, that yeah, space the, in the, between, oh man, so much detail. That third of a stop in between <laughs> the shadows and the highlights yeah. is awesome, right? And and it's you know, so, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, just just a bit of fun one evening, something to do. It's, um, it, it, yeah, it costs a little bit of money, I suppose, but not mm. a lot of money. Uh, I might try another one. Try another brand next time. Try, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe, maybe working towards the, yeah, you know, the, the, the point of courageousness, where I share some of my photos. <laughs> well, yeah. this is what I wanted um, to ask you. You've referred to this repeatedly as kind of a test. Want to test? So, your findings then? What are you going to take forward from this? Like, uh, in terms of, um, the, the your choice of images, the way you set the images out. 
the um the fact you know in this one other than the extensive blurb at the beginning <laughs> some pictures from <laughs> whenever the hell it was um there's no writing like if when you take the next step in this because i hope that this is not going to be just like well i did this test and i'm gonna throw it in the bin or you know that's the end of this like what what will the next step be based on what you've seen yeah. from this one that's a really good question. So there's many components to a book, isn't there? So, yeah, there's a title. I could probably work on the title. Do you know the thing that was going through my head as I was working out just what, what to type? Um, and I have no idea why. But uh, uh, th- and this this is this is something that may not travel internationally. But there is a famous British poet called Pam Ayres. And she was very famous for writing you know, humorous poetry in the 70s and 80s, right? And it's part of my upbringing for some reason. But she once published a book called Some of Me Poems and Songs. <laughs> right. Okay. And all that was going... And, and, and for no idea, no reason that I could possibly fathom, I haven't thought about... Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't tell you any of her poems. I haven't thought about her as a person in decades. Yeah, this is... this this un un um you know uh, unwarranted memory from my childhood just popped up in my brain and i couldn't think of anything else i just couldn't you know when something is like a uh it's almost like a meme but inside you yeah inside your head and you it won't let go right so um i suppose that is the definition of a meme isn't it it's the it's mm-hmm. the, the internet meme is is the new thing that is actually not really a meme or not quite the same thing as a, a, a but uh, yeah, so, that's, so there's definitely some of the, the titles could be worked on. Um, the whether or not there should be words, um, you know, I, I don't. Those of you who follow me on social media understand that I don't really have a lot to say. <laughs> it's all right doing podcasts because I can ask questions of other people and they can say stuff and it's mm. a conversation, right? But do I have? Do I have anything that I have a burning ambition to tell the world? Well, apart from, I don't know, be excellent to each other. Um, not, not really. Um, so, uh, so, so whether or not I would have words that I could put down in, in a photo book, I don't know. I can imagine that I might set some context with a few words, perhaps mm. if I was going to try and, um, yeah, if, if, if another book might be, a story of a trip or it might be some other you know some other story if i mm. if i did it went down that route it could be a documentary type story or it could be a travel story or, or something might bear some words there um, i do find though that those really arty farty essays that you get at the beginning of photo books that you buy you know proper art gallery type photo books i find them impenetrable mm. <laughs> do you remember when we did the was it was it was it the cheap shots challenge that we had? Yeah, we did have the one where we asked people fine, to, yeah. fine art, and yeah. we asked people to write artist statements. That mm-hmm. was awesome and terrifying at the same time. And the only way I could get through that was by really taking the piss out of the process. Mm. Um, so whether or not I've got any words to add to that book uh, or, a, or a similar book, uh, I don't know. Um, definitely a lot to learn about choosing photos, about pairing photos and and stuff like that. Clearly a lot to learn about layout. Really all I've done there is choose some very simple layouts. Either you're going to fill a page or fill a spread or you're going to have, you know, sort of just bog standard centralised print of the, of the whole image. So definitely a lot to play with there. Um, so yeah, what do I do next? Though it's it's an interesting one. Um, I, my inclination is to do 
something with a, a a limited run like a really limited run like 20 or something mm-hmm. like that and and just share only uh, and only do 20 because it's not really cost it's, it's cost the same as doing 10 right um and and maybe send them to a very small number of people like you two and Pat. yeah well no maybe <laughs> well uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure I'm ready for that volume of sales yet. Or, or, or no, sorry, sales is t- sales is totally the wrong word. Because yeah, also, we're, we're going to have to be charged for this now, boy. Lucky us, I clever get to pay for. No, don't be <laughs> monkey. Right, no, um, completely the wrong word. But yeah, vo- volume of uh, distribution. Let's say then, I'm not. Yeah, I'm mm. not going for high volume distribution just yet. But it's an interesting one for me because it's pushing my comfort levels. Not because I wouldn't enjoy the process of putting these things together, but it's pushing my comfort levels in the fact that I don't often share my photography. So, so maybe that's my stretch, right? Is to put together something and then push myself to share it a bit wider. And and it would definitely be, um, you know, I, I, it would definitely go out with a thing that says, "Please give me feedback," because you know that that kind of would be part of the learning process for me, mm. you know, and iterate it and learn as I go, sort of thing. I, so that's that's one thing I've been up to, and that's maybe it's a good question though about what to do with it next. Yeah, I think I know you're saying, but you're writing your things to say. But I think that it would, even if it's just small stuff, it would be good to push yourself to write something for it because I'm sort of minded of um, Matthew Joseph. Every year, um, he puts together an end of year look back over the yearbook and shares his pictures and does writing with it. And I mean. <laughs> It's funny and it's irreverent and it's, you know, he's not writing a lot. It's mostly just quick snapshots about whatever was going on in that picture. But it's entertaining. John wrote increasingly in his zines across the three zines. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he had an utter absence of self-belief, despite the fact that he clearly had real chops for writing. Some of the stuff he wrote some of this was really good and thoughtful and moving, unsurprisingly. Um and as with photography, I think it's kind of, it's good to just push yourself a little bit, even if you don't write very much, just to, I don't know, express what's, even if you are just, like you said about the artist statement, even if you are just taking the piss, do that, do this, you know. I wouldn't do- want to waste people's time with that, though. That was fun mm-hmm. for a bit, that was fun for a podcast and stuff like that, if I, I yeah. I, I I get what you mean, but mm. I, I you know I, I'd want to be respectful of the people that I was asking to read it, right? So, yeah, um, I'd like to have yeah, I'd like to yeah, it, either I want to entertain them or I want to cause them some so, yeah to to give them some opportunity for thought or whatever mm. it might be, right? So, um, yeah, but 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 both of those for me would would be. Yeah, yeah, I want to respect the time and effort that they might take to read the words that I've written, yeah, mm. and, and so that yeah, rather than rather than completely overtly mm. just mucking about. But yeah, okay, that's a fair point. I could try words. I did words, yeah. You what have it I within say? you. There's no two, there's no doubt. And I, I can't remember who it was, and I may have mentioned this at the time, and at that point, I remembered who it was. But somebody said with regards to writing, and I think poetry in particular in this instance. But they were saying this like that people don't want to try and don't want to share it because they feel like they're no good and yet we'll all share our pictures regardless of you know even if we've never done it before oh took a picture isn't this we wouldn't do that with writing because we're very self-conscious and it's the same thing so it doesn't have to be brilliant just do it and people will appreciate it for what it is or not they'll laugh quietly behind your back 
all loudly in front of your face, depending on who it is. I mean, that'd be my thing. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, no, it's it's it's, uh, it, it's a thought. I think I've got I've still got quite a lot to learn about the photography side before I start trying to add complexity to no, it though. So No. Build on it. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. So you what what do you reckon then? You reckon what I should I should have a so having done my one test and had to think about it, I should what do a limited run of zines and send some people for some feedback, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I think you should you've seen how the pictures print now, so you know that. And and how the work works. I'm print and yeah I think tweak the format put some words in there and and you know and maybe because um obviously listeners can't see it because this is mostly an audio medium um but the pictures are kind of very oh, 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 oh my, the... thanks okay have a listen to my photos <laughs> they they are as you said they're very contrasty there's a lot of night shots you know they all kind of a lot of them are very black or white um it is very punchy and kind of in your face and i think so you could have some fun also with the layout and you know i know you like you like that kind of um uh grungy you know skate pop yeah um, that was definitely a, a by intent right so yeah. so these photos i am i am doing uh you know as i've said a lot of i don't know what you call it exploring but i am deliberately making and shooting grungy photographs at mm. the moment and i'm enjoying playing with that i'm enjoying learning how to get the goodness out of that. And mm. you know, let, let's be honest here, what I'm using is a crunchy, grungy JPEG engine in a in a small digital camera, right? And so, but, but I'm still going through what I enjoy as some of the processes of photography, right? I'm, I'm learning how to get the best out of that. I'm learning how to capture the images. With, with that look, I'm learning how to capture what I want out of an image. And there's a bit mm. of technique and craft in that. And there's a bit of, there's a bit of creativity, you know, uh, and, and, you know, knowing what to look for and, and composition and art, yeah, and art in it as well. So even though it is, you know, uh, you know, dirty and crunchy and digital, there's, there's still, for me, a lot of the joy of photography in it, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But I think you could have fun with looking at how you present that work in a way that is more in keeping with the art itself than just having pictures on the page. You know, you can have a play with that. Look at the work of some of the people in you know, in the community who we've like um, Eric's scenes. He's done loads of different stuff and presented stuff in some really fun ways. And you know, Barbie and uh, Anil and all of this stuff. There's there's so many great people out there who you can kind of hit up for advice and on how to do stuff and just kind of make it what you want to be like have have fun with it express if you're going to make 20 of these things make it go all the way because just having the the photos in the book as it is now works as a proof of concept of how the images look but it could be so much more in terms of what it is as a finished product rather than rather than a collection of pieces of work you want the book to be a piece of work in its entirety i guess you know what I mean? Good thoughts. Yeah. Um, I think you've now probably put more thought into it than I have. Uh, <laughs> gen- genuinely, no, that is not that's not just me being flippant. I think genuinely you've put it. Yeah, for me this was a step. So yeah, mm. it's one of those things like how how do you eat the elephant, right? Yeah, one one bite at a time. Mm. Yeah. So 
uh, I haven't really given a lot of thought to where this might go. So this mm. conversation is useful for that, right? Because that gives me some ideas of where I might do it next. So you're 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 helping me move it forward. So cool, thank you. And t- talking about elephant as well, um, Aid. I was just thinking, you you should if you're into like grungy kind of pictures and stuff, you should watch some Gus Van Sant films because I think he's a really good filmmaker and he's got quite a kind of have you Gus seen it? Um, Gus Van Sant. He do, he's done oh, right, okay, films right. like My Own Private Idaho and he's done um, a film I watched a few weeks ago actually, A Paranoid Park, and he's done a, a film, The Film Elephant, I don't know if you s- saw that one, um, kind of based on a high school shooting, but like, I don't know if it, oh, I don't okay. think it was, well it's a bit like, I don't, I don't know if he based it on the Columbine Massacre, I doubt it, but you know it's a high school shooting, but really good his films are really good his filmmaking style is really good i like it and it's quite experimental quite grungy and he sometimes combines different film formats as well um so i was i was when you were talking i was thinking oh you know maybe you should watch some gus van Sant, and then you said elephant and that's one of his films <laughs> okay kind of so i'm theme. trying to look this up i'm trying to look this yeah. up on imdb as we speak so quite, elephant is a film right from 2003 yeah. is it 2003 it says, is that about right yeah, uh, uh, Gus guy with the, paint, the, okay. the It's usually a young lad with a like a a, a yellow blonde t- hair. Blonde hair. Yeah, yeah usually yeah. there's a lot on young people, and quite a lot of the themes are sort of alienated young men. Not always, but often. But they I think is I think they're really good films, and they're quite mm, grungy. Okay. So you might get some inspiration from them, and they're good films to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, always, always, always useful to add to my list of films that I want to watch that I haven't yet had a chance to watch as well. So that's always a good Mm. one because that one catches me out all the time. It's it turns out it's a lot easier to make a a list of films you want to watch than it is to actually watch the films. (laughs) (laughs) But that's uh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well I'll have a look at that as well. Excellent. So yeah, so well there we go. That's something that I've been up to recently. Claire, what have you been up to recently? Um, I've been up to quite a bit. Um, so I've been um editing some film. So I've been busy with that and trying to make sure that goes okay. Um, I've been preparing for um a project that I'm doing at the moment where I'm going out to Norway. Actually, hopefully. Hopefully it goes ahead and there's no kind of COVID third or fourth wave or whatever happens. So that's the end of March, um, very beginning of April. So I'm kind of, it's kind of something I've never really done before. So it's kind of, um, it's like a collaboration. So I'm, um, someone's doing the music and then I'm kind of doing a performance. <laughs> so it's like Graham's laughing. So I'm, I'm just intrigued. A, I want to know. I want yeah. a description well, of what this performance you're is. I'm intrigued because, you know, actress I am not, but um, there you go. But I thought, well, it's something different. So so I'm going to be doing like this bit of a performance. And in that, within that performance, um, I'm going to be making some photos in real time and some film in real, film in, filming in real time, all part of the performance. And um, I've also been going to be doing some keyboards as well in fact i don't know if you can hear this but this is some of my keyboard oh can you hear it no it's too quiet no oh, oh, there, no. It is. Yeah. there it is can you hear it yeah definitely yeah there it is 
So that's part, and this is another part. This just sets the tone. I thought you were just randomly mashing keys. No. So <laughs> that's some of my keyboards that will be in the sound and I'll have to play. Oh, and I'll be playing some keyboards live in that sort. So, yes, yeah, so it's uh, it's been quite a process, and but I've had a lot of input into the, um, you know, into, the, into this kind of story and the, <laughs> as always, the set. So, so what I is like... the story? Ah, I won't tell you. I'll well, tell, I, I hate to break it to you, Claire. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to Norway to watch you dancing around on. I mean, most of all, I would love to. It's not going to happen. So it's a nighttime. It's you know, I'm <laughs> it's so a nighttime. Uh oh, is this I'm, like I'm a triple X rated one? Oh no, <laughs> yeah, Claire. No. Uh -oh. I'm predictable, predictably predictable. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a nighttime kind of noir kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's nighttime yeah. and noir. Nighttime noir. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I'm preparing for that, and then um, I just got invited as well. Um, what day are we on? Must have been just the the other two days. Tuesday today. Tuesday is it Tuesday? Yeah. So it must have been Sunday then. Um, seems like two days ago to um, <laughs> take part in a um, workshop in Barcelona online over over line so um there's like a little collective there that are doing some focus on photography um self-portraits and some uh they do photos poetry and i think they're focusing on self-portraits so they've asked me if i'd do a work like do a talk online so nice so that was nice to be invited so i'll have to kind of obviously think about that and prepare about that because i get really nervous well, Graham does a I'm talk such speaking. as that every year, don't you, yeah. Graham? You, you always do a your, your um, you always do your talk every year to to your photography club, don't you, about <laughs> gardening or your gardening club about photography? I forget which way round it is. I have done that in the past. I have done that in the past. I'm just I'm just basking in the uh, I'm not sure if irony is quite the right word of Claire going. I'm feeling very anxious about doing a talk for these people. I am all right though with prancing around on stage taking pictures making films whilst everyone is just staring at me <laughs> also anyone anyone who watched the photography show videos from last year uh, will see just how reticent claire was to get in front of that camera with the mic i mean no actually, poor michelle i think she's still recovering from the broken hand she got when she dared to take the mic off and nearly got it wrenched yeah, out of her fingers but that's because graham Let's, I didn't know that I was going to be doing that until the morning and I was really nervous. So um, I probably come across as just being really annoying, but I was actually really nervous. Yeah, but, she <laughs> looked really nervous. She didn't at all. We could yeah, that's, that's, a that's a, that, that is a thing, yeah. though. Now, I'll, I'll stand in your corner here on this one, Claire, because mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm usually pretty comfortable if somebody says to me, "Go stand over there, talk to that group of people," right? And uh, mm. uh, you know, and especially you know, or go and go and run a conversation or something mm -hmm. like that. And that sort of ad hoc, like just manage it on the fly kind of thing. I, I love that sort of thing. You know, thinking on your feet. That's sort of what I really get uncomfortable about is where somebody says, "In a month from now, I'd like you to do a thirty-minute yeah. formal presentation." Mm -hmm. You know, to to a large group of people that you won't get any feedback from and i'm like oh crap that's really really scary right give give me 
give me a, a room full of people or a small you know or, or a small conference and, and and where there's a bit of toing and froing and i have to make it up on the fly that's all good but for some people be terrified of that having to make stuff up like that they'd want weeks and weeks and weeks to prepare but the preparation thing i always feel really stilted and do you know what like the that. secret so, is as somebody who's been in that position many times what the secret is is when you're presented with these things is just don't do any preparation and then everything's just an ad hoc makeup as you go along is that I used to why do... you do it that way around <laughs> yep ah. yes why i used to do talks on the regular and i just never bought to prepare anything until 10 minutes before i went oh i've got to do this uh-oh so do you know what the, the best of one of those i can tell you as a story is uh the the thank you speech uh that uh we did but we i say both of us me and emma at our wedding reception mm-hmm. we actually wrote on a napkin whilst we were eating dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> like at uh yeah and not dinner like six months before like the actual wedding reception what do they call it wedding breakfast do they call why do they call it a breakfast when it's always dinner time i don't know but the uh yeah we were having dinner and we were like yeah we should probably say something uh let's make, let's make a list of people on this <laughs> napkin that we can say thank you to and yeah um, that was the, cool the i got was... to i got to stand up in front of a crowd of people and say my wife and i and everybody yeah. went as they do at weddings the bride and groom speech is the doddle my brothers i was the best man at my brother's wedding and i wrote that speech in the pub on the way to, just before we went to the church <laughs> And my favourite, the line I'm most proud of from that speech is, uh, bear in mind my dad was still alive at the time and was at this wedding, was saying, it's so nice to be at a family wedding that isn't one of my dad's. <laughs> I went to a few of those. How many times was he married? Six. Six times. Six. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's quite um, impressive. It is. It's hard to imagine why he was dead by six. <laughs> <laughs> Where would he? What number would he be up to now if he kept going? I hope we, the mind boggles. It really boggles. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! I never knew that. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> Something new every day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is a good line, though. I like that. Thanks. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it was the only good one I came up with whilst in the pub, but you know. Um. So when is your Norway exhibition, Claire? It's in uh, the end of. End of March, so it's the 31st of March. It's like over four days. So, what's that? 31st is the first day, 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, till the 4th. 31st of March, the 4th of April. Okay. So, that's quite nice and exciting because I've, I've actually never been to Norway. So, I do mm-hmm. love the fact that you'll be doing your thing on April Fool's Day. People are definitely going to be there going, Is this supposed to be a joke? Yeah. Well, oh, they yeah. Might... That's actually have... an advantage, then, isn't it? Because <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can utilise that April Fool. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. what's it? What's it part of? It's part puff. So it's in a place called Bergen. I don't know if you know. It. So I'll fly to Oslo, and um, and then I'm going on to Bergen. Aid's nodding, so you know Ber- uh, Bergen. Is I, I, I I know roughly where it is. Yeah. yeah. And, so and I know it. I know the name. Yeah. Is um the second largest city apparently in 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 um Norway. So um, it's part of a performance art festival out there. Yeah. Sounds good. How, how, do you, how do you get involved in these things? Just uh, like, cause I, you know, not being because I was asked an, an artist myself, I don't, yeah. I don't travel in these things. Is it something that builds up over time? It's just like you, you get one and then you get another and you get to make people, well, yeah, you met, to no, meet people, like make said, relationships and stuff. Well, like I said to you last, last week, um, I was on oh, last last week, last year it was last week, our last podcast show I was saying, wasn't I? I'd, it literally been taking my pictures for 10 years and 
I was on Flickr and it was a little Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. But no one was, no, and I'm not saying no anyone's interested. You know, I'm I'm pretty low level now, but there was nothing. And then when the curator contacted me and emailed me to invite me to be, um, I think I'd, I'd had a couple of things in like a couple of magazines here and there. And, you know, but I was still nothing really. It's pretty much ignored. And then, um, but I pretty much ignored that, you know, compared to some people with all their thousands of followers. But anyway, yeah, no, uh, after what that curator invited me to be in the, that Paris show, then after that, I that was in 2018 in the November. And then pretty much all through 2019, I think I was just very, to be fair, it's just a lot of luck. I was just very lucky in 2019 because um, from that, in fact, you invited me to come on on your on on the sunny 16 for an interview as well mm -hmm. not long after that Paris show in November then um then someone I think had heard that and then someone invited me to do an interview in a magazine and then someone and then in 2019 all throughout 2019 yeah just different people just asked me if I'd like to do this or go into that show so it was just like that sometimes you submit as well I know we've done a a podcast before on open calls and if you're interested in them you know you've got nothing to lose have you um sometimes you you, you get rejected yeah, yeah. i've been rejected loads of times and um you know no one likes to be rejected but you do don't you um but yeah so in this one this norway one um <clears throat> so i was asked if i wanted to do this collaboration i said okay and then we got invited then as a um then we got invited by this place to 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 go and perform there <laughs> and now i'm thinking oh <laughs> 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 it'd be cool yeah 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 the, is it are they all different because a lot of the things that, that you know just talking about sort of you know, public facing stuff or standing up in front of an audience mm. so so I, i've okay, been yeah you know, in in my in my professional life right now as as a consultant as a business consultant i've been you know standing up in front of groups of people for 20 yeah. plus years right so there's there, there's yeah it, it doesn't hold for me the the same uh you know thrill or or fear yeah. that, that it once did uh yeah reasonably comfortable with it to be honest these days um uh but i imagine that part of that is because a lot of it is very samey right uh, whereas with art every piece you do is different and often you're mm -hmm. performing for the first time or you're showing a, a body of work for the first mm -hmm. time and things like that so do you get like is every time like the first time right and you've never and and it comes with all that roller coaster of emotion is this what, what you mean when you're showing a work at an exhibition what, what, yeah, or, or doing a or doing a performance piece that you've been described <laughs> done a performance piece before right? so this is a because because so first of all and for me when I, if if by the time your work's showing in a public gallery there's usually been a lot of work building up to that so that it's usually that kind of opening is usually like phew you know that's that's really nice because okay. usually it's quite a lot of work and inevitably things sometimes go wrong or not quite you know this something gets behind you know but so that's yeah so there's usually it's usually a, a, a relief and it's nice um and then it's nice to meet people and, and see people sometimes other people that you're showing with that you've met before it's nice to think oh I'm gonna see so and so and they're gonna be there um I, I've been like I've done I've been invited to do like talks on different methods and you know I'm, I will do them I'll do them but 
for the first bit, I'm always like ooh, nervous. And I'm, I wouldn't say that. Some people love it, don't they? They because it is performing. Yeah, yeah. They love it. Where mm -hmm. as I'm more like, yeah, I'll do it. But I I always think, oh, really, really nervous. Like when I was talking last year in Barcelona. I was doing a talk on something on um, exhibitions. I did one before on double exposures and I had to go on first. Um, I was nervous and of course, bear in mind, I had this big black eye from the day before. So I was just there with a huge black eye. And I, I don't know why. And uh, everyone else, I noticed that because I'd watched some talks, it all sat down and I don't know why, but I stood up. And then, you know, they have at least conference microphones. I don't know why it was nerves. I picked the thing up rather than leaving it on the table. And, I was, and you know, when you look back and they'd recorded it, I was like, oh, why was I standing up? And why did I pick the microphone up? And then they were like, move it away from you because it kept on making noise. So it took me about 10 minutes and then I settled down. Yeah, sorry. So I'm digressing. But this is, no, I've never done like a performance where I'm kind of performing as but it's kind of like I, I was wanting to do it because it felt like in my little short films or in my photos I'm in my characters so this is like basically being my character but kind of doing a performance as a character through a story you know yeah, but yeah. um oh sounds good it, well <laughs> it can go one way or the other <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will be great. I have every I confidence thinking, in you. Yeah, but, I'm um, already. I'm already putting my pre-order out for the soundtrack. Never yeah, mind the soundtrack. I'm so just looking forward to seeing the video that. of this. I cannot wait to see the video of this. Somebody will record this, and I cannot it wait. It's going to be recorded. Yeah, Graham, so we'll make sure it's shared. We'll, do, widely. we'll have a sunny, a sunny screening on it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. But um, yeah, so that's something different, isn't it? You've been busy. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I, I like it. And Graham, um, I understand you've been taking some photographs or making some photographs. Which do you, which do you do? Which you do, do? Are you a taker or a maker? I would say this week probably making would actually be the better phrase for it rather than taking because it has had to be a very structured thing. Um, not necessarily the, the quality output was worthwhile, but so uh, we talked a lot about our inactivity over the last couple of weeks and you know trying mm. to get stuff into gear. And so I think it came to head for me on Sunday night. I went, I'm not just going to go and sit down and watch TV or play video games. I just can't. I'm just doing too much of that. So I went and spent the evening in the dark shed doing some stuff, which I'll talk about at the end of this because it ties in with another thing we want to talk about. Um, and then on Sunday, actually, must have been on Sunday, I had a long chat to a good friend, a friend of the show, um, NASA, NASA Hamid, who had listened oh, to right. um, one of our recent shows, and he just rang up to have a chat about photography and all things photography, and particularly about that thing of being self-motivated and how to get there and all this stuff. And it was a really fun chat, as is always the case. And um, where it kind of netted out was we were talking about, well, okay, what what can we do, and we this idea of doing stuff at home in the evenings because that's the only time that I have and at the moment he's at home all the time because he's working from home and he's got young children and um, we said well okay let's let's both commit because if we're both doing it then we can kind of keep on each other's cases about it mm. so this week in the evenings do something photographic every evening and so what I've been doing is using my large format camera and just doing some still life um and it's a thought that I'd had before, but the barrier was always, well, there's nothing really in the house. There's never any subject matter. And as Nasa said, well, 
does that really matter? I mean, practice is practice. You've got stuff yeah. in your house. Just take pictures of whatever's there because it's all good practice. So I did some of that on Sunday night, um, and it was a bit rushed. I ended up on a phone call for longer than I wanted, but I still took some pictures, and you know they were crap. Uh, and then last night I did some more. Um, and <laughs> how I'm doing it, because obviously it's inside and it's dark and it's on large format. So I've been using paper negatives um, mm. because then oh, I can right, okay. um, take a picture, try out the light setup, go into the dark shed and develop it straight away and just go, okay, how do I want to change this? What do I want to tweak? Um because there's a lot of variables, I'm using old photographic paper, uh, relatively old. I mean, I reckon it's probably from the 90s. It's Jessup's paper. Um, so that's got issues of its own. The response from that isn't great. I'm not going to get very good blacks or whites from it. Um, but then, you know, the low contrast is a benefit in some ways. I'm using an old brass lens that I've got mm. because the uh, shutter speeds with this paper, yeah. I'm raising the paper, well, it's less than ISO 3, I think. Um, so the times that the shutters open are anything from sort of 30 seconds up. So the fact that the shutter on this brass lens is just me putting a cap on and off isn't a problem because it doesn't need to be quickly done. Um, and I'm using one of my newer light panels to try and light it. And, you know, just mucking around with trying different things as backdrops and trying to get control of the light. And I've not made anything um, particularly worthwhile, but... <laughs> I, it's but I, I've I've some of the things I've learned are really small but useful things. Like I picked up a paper cutter from a charity shop for three quid last year, and I just never got around to using it. And actually, it's great for cutting up paper negatives because it's just oh, perfect. Yeah. This works and it's nice and accurate, and it's way better than the guillotine I was using before. That's a win. Um, yeah. I'm finding that the Niwa light is great, and if you're doing black and white, you basically just need to plug it in and turn it on. Um, but because it is quite a big light source for doing still lives, it's throwing light everywhere. Um, it's not necessarily super powerful, but it's kind of going everywhere. So I need to find some way of flagging that off a bit. Um, is it the same one I've got? Is it the same one? Yes, it is exactly. Only new ones, yeah. 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 Um, I find if you leave them on for a really long time, they get quite hot. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, but you know, working with continuous light is a lot easier, especially when you're trying to um, focus and frame up stuff. It's given me a mm. chance to play around with a little bit of movement, try and get the hang of the um, swing on the lens and stuff like that to get the focus plane thrown out and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's it's just been good to be doing something and to be doing something that I'm having to actively think about at the end of the day and kind of every step of the way because I'm thinking about okay well how am I going to develop this is this going to make a difference and um, how you know the depth of field muck around different depth of fields and because I am taking one shot and going and developing it and then coming straight back and doing another one so like I said it's, it's just been um, entertaining and I'm hoping to kind of build on that every night and take the things I've learned the night before and the mistakes I don't have to make again or the lessons I don't have to learn again and develop it further. You know, the subject matter is always going to be a bit of an issue, but like I said, it's practice more than anything else. Um, and then there was at least output. I, at the end of it, I've got something. Um, mm. show, us, show us your output. Yeah, so, I mean, well, the, these are, because it's on... You get an aid or to... Um... 
Yeah. So you know, you can just so these are negatives. Uh, yeah. So I have to then scan them in and invert them. But you know, that's the kind of thing. It's just very simple still life. So I started off with um. Uh, it's like a, that was a jar of tulips, wasn't it? That yeah, exactly. And um, I've been trying to bring in, trying to use. So I did one earlier on, um, which was just one of my cameras, because again, that's what's lying around the place. Where have I put it now? Um, with some lights behind it. Um, uh, yeah. Just this starlight oh, that has got, yeah. but again, oh, because yeah. the response from the paper is not punchy. It's it's lost. It's a it's a grade two paper, so it's it's a not a multi variable contrast paper anyway. So I can't use filters to change it. Um, anyway, so it it lacks contrast by default, and then by age, it's lost a lot more. And I knew this. I've I've used all of that paper now. So if I do more paper negative stuff going forwards, it will be with fresher paper. So that'll change things up a bit. But yeah, mm. it, it's it's um, it's that thing of not making excuses for why I'm not doing something and just do something because yeah. these paper negatives, you get four shots from one sheet of um, eight by ten. So you're paying nothing, especially if the film is old. The paper is old stuff that you're not going to use for printing anyway. Yeah. It, it, all you're all you're using is your time, and it's a lot better mm. use of my time than just sitting down. So, um, Nasser and I have agreed to convene, reconvene um, next weekend, and just chat about it again. I know that he has been. He did show me some pictures. He's got the Loma Graph Lock back for his for one of his um four by five cameras so he was doing some work within stacks um i am very tempted by that very tempted to pick one of those up because just fun quick results somebody else did actually think uh was on twitter i think um said he'd been doing the same thing he'd been had his intrepid camera and been doing some still lives of some flowers and stuff on um Instax wide using the Loma Graph lot back, and they're just nice, colourful pictures. And the great thing with the Instax wide, or the end of the Instax film, whereas using a paper negative, your ISO three um, at best, with the Instax wide, that's ISO eight hundred, so you can use shorter shutter speeds. Um, but um, NASA was talking about using these slow speeds you can do things like light painting you can muck around with the focus so you can kind of shoot half the frame at one focus and then refocus it to another point and do that there's loads of stuff you can do especially with large format so um do you know the, the light painting is an interesting one um if you've got what did you say your your shutter times were about 30 seconds a, a minimum was a 30 second yeah that was with that lens wide open so so uh one of the things that could be fun to play with is um is take a, a flash gun speed light whatever you want to call it yeah uh, and use that for your light painting mm. um uh, and uh this is something i've done in the past not for years actually but uh yeah go out it, t- put the camera out let's just say for sake of argument in the bad garden right yeah so yeah pointing at something roughly that it, it might make a, a, a photo and then, yeah, it doesn't matter that it's pitch black and because it gets dark at four thirty at the moment, um, because you can you can paint the light in, um, and you can be very selective. Yeah, you could paint it just in one place, or you could highlight other bit. Mm. Yeah, just bits and bobs, and you can end up with a really, uh, yeah, a really good fun and and uh, you know, nicely composed image or nicely lit image. I suppose the composition isn't part of what you do with the light, is it? <laughs> But you, you can, yeah. but but it is it is in a way, in a way. I mean, especially if you wanted to have, you know, the subject of your image standing out from the background. 
you know that's that's another thing you can do you know it, um it, it's just just to light just to close light that image but because yeah it doesn't matter whether your light is small or big or soft or hard at that point because you can move it around so much you can cover off all the angles that you want anyway in a 30 second mm -hmm. exposure yeah um, that's yeah. definitely something i want to explore and at the moment the problem i have is that the my light source is just too big and it's kind of bathing everything so um i just need to get some batteries in a small torch and just have a go with that a small torch would be ideal yeah yeah absolutely um but yeah there's there's so many fun things that you can kind of do just playing around using light painting with slow stuff using multiple exposures you know stuff like that you know if you're and it doesn't have to be large format you could do that with a holger you could do that anything mm -hmm. where you can just fire away so a lack of light can be a real bonus in some ways it's just the advantage with large format is that it's completely geared up for that and also in my case i can just go and double check what i'm doing i think what i want to kind of build towards using these paper negatives is by the end of the week maybe transitioning over to just shooting on film um and i have got some um orthochromatic film still which i could still just go and develop in the tray after each shot to see how it's coming but that's going to give me a very different look and um so yeah it's it's good fun and because i have i have been thinking constantly about the fact that we set this um monthly theme of desire yeah. and desire. Yeah. yeah and the thing is i i want to say that this ties in with it because i what I have desired more than anything else is to engage with my hobby. Like this mm -hmm. is my desire. So I am fulfilling my desire by shooting. <laughs> Just um, by participating. Exactly. Excellent. Absolutely. Uh, will I be able to tie it thematically in by the end of the week? Who knows? But at the very least I am in like, this is my desire being. Is there, is there anything else it. you desire? Maybe, maybe, maybe take an image of a, a still life of a collection of Kate Bush albums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kate, Kate Bush drinking a can of cider. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to work on that. But I mean, it's probably possible. You start multiple exposures with stuff. You, who knows where that ends up? But, but so, so, but, but you, I mean, you just, you just said to me, yeah, what I've done in printing a book is a test, isn't mm. it? Right. And so, what am I going to take it? So you're, 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 you're engaging. You're enjoying yourself. You're playing, experimenting. You know. So yeah, the ne next step then is to fulfil the brief, even by it. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's build on it. Like I said, it's do one thing today and then tomorrow build on it, and and try and ignore the fact that Sinead's going. Is this crap going to be in the living room much longer? I'm like mm, <laughs> a few more days. <laughs> I want to do this for a few more. So days. so you want to do what I do, which is print them six by four. Or, or, well, in case you you're shooting on the on um, paper anyway, aren't you? But um. Yeah, what I do with my little six by four prints is I blue tack them to the wall in the living room, which means that they can never be taken down because there'll be blue tack stains all over the paintwork. <laughs> I like it. It's a good trick. Mm. Weren't you saying, Aid, that you've been doing some stuff on the theme of desire this week? I have, yes. I, I'm uh, yeah, loathe to reveal at this point in the process <laughs> the secret source. Um, oh, wow. So Please don't use the word secret I... source after we've used the word desire because that's upsetting to me. <laughs> well uh, you bring that to the conversation not me mate so, you're welcome yes, to totally your totally your mind that's generated darling um so yeah i, I was thinking um i uh, just uh at the weekend actually I, it must have been before it must have been uh, late last week anyway um thinking uh, do you know what um and it's one of those things you know i was I think it was the end of the day and i was sort of crashed out on a sofa but like you were saying Karen, mm. oh, actually yeah well, i need to do something right and i thought i know i can do i can do the 
the challenge, can't I? Or the theme or whatever it is. Because it's not a competition, Graham, remember that. Oh, God, no. And uh, it's, yeah, I just thought, okay. And I had an idea and I thought, you know what, actually, yeah. I, I, and I thought, you know, it, it 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 just happens it just so happens that the way you wrote it it, it down was desires and not yeah plural and not, mm, and not singular yeah. and that just that nature of it being a plural you know sparked an idea for me that actually there's multiple things here right so it's not just i'm not searching for one picture and therefore it doesn't need to be all encompassing right of what desire means to me philosophically and physically and emotionally and stuff like that it can actually be a lot of different stuff mm. and that completely unblocked me and on it and you got got well maybe i wasn't blocked anyway maybe i just hadn't given it any thought <laughs> but uh that got me started and i was like okay yeah i can desire this i can desire that i can desire this so so i'm working on a, a thing at the moment how i present all my desires is is something I I haven't yet really got to grips with. Uh, mm. So so what I'm trying to do is to gather together a bunch of shots and and uh, now that I have now that I've uh, yeah sort of worked it through as the idea of multiple, um, it's it's uh, it, it's a lot easier because I can go oh yeah bang click yeah it's a point and shoot almost it's yeah it's like oh yeah that that i could desire that that could fit into desires right okay let's move, t take it move on right and so i'm trying to build up a small collection of photographs that could in some way mm. collect you know represent desire collectively at different levels right you know you know very shallow levels deeper levels etc um and i need to work out how i might present those um i have a couple of ideas um the other thing the other thing i will say actually is that part of desire the another idea conceptual idea that occurred to me for this is that part of desire might be unattainability and i had the idea based on that to shoot close up and only partial views of things because mm -hmm. it's it's what it's it's as much about what you don't see as it is about what you do see if you like it's mm -hmm. it's 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 incredibly uh, it, it's incredibly difficult to be titillating when we are photographing a bag of skittles um <laughs> but if you could picture you know a, a a titillating photograph of a bag of skittles then you're probably somewhere close to my mindset for this this particular theme um and because it's entirely possible to desire a bag of skittles right yep yep yeah, I mean, I think the, it's the word titillating where you lost me. If you can, if you can picture a titillating bag of Skittles, I'm not sure I want you listening anymore. <laughs> Please leave the podcast. <laughs> fair, fair point. So maybe, maybe just play with the ordering of the words there. Um, uh, but it's, uh, but it's that kind of. So, so you know, with say, um, yeah, which, which is which is more erotic, a, a suggestion of nudity or actually, <laughs> or a bag yes, of that, skittles? That kind of question or or <laughs> yes. We're yeah. learning Work a lot about you, mate. Here, I'm okay. really excited see? to see the output for this because, boy, this, I think it's going to be revealing. Is this skittles as in sweet skittles or skittles with that you knock down with a no skittles as in bowl. the sweets? So yeah. yes, yeah. I, I mean, didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't stumble across. Uh, yeah, a ten pin bowling alley at the back of my house. Yeah, because if he did, we, nobody right. would be questioning that. Because obviously, those delightfully curvaceous bowling skittles. I mean, yeah, we're we're all out with those guys. <laughs> ten of them. Wow, hold me back. <laughs> so anyway, so well, this is why I don't share because you just take the. <laughs>
there's nothing I can't remember. So that's the that's the idea, What's your favourite flavour? Um, Skittle. They're all Peanut. the same flavour. Oh, no, that's M&M's. That's M&M's, isn't it, Peanut? Um, I don't know. They're all, I think they, no, they do okay. taste different. But where, how often do you actually have them one at a time and actually try and taste the difference? Mm. I'm not sure that I've ever done that. But, but yeah, anyway, that's the, that's kind of how I'm uh, working on that at the moment. It's uh, it's half a thought, and it's half a thought that's mm. got me rolling on actually taking some photos. I need the other half of the thought to join up. Um, so that I could figure out what the presentation of all of that looks like, um, but there we go. That's that's how, how far I've got down the road. Mm. With it's desires. A, it's a good feeling, though, isn't it, to just to do something? And it's amazing that I think the phrase I used was, um, oh God, was it? Um, I can't remember now. But basically, fighting fighting the gravity of the sofa of an evening. You get home and you just want to plonk. <laughs> and you know, I like I've just been as mentioned yeah, before watching yeah. Mad Lots of Doctor Who and just that thing of just going no and getting up and starting and it kind of doesn't matter where you end yeah. with it the fact that mm. you didn't sit down and do nothing makes you feel good and and i will say that also having a kind of a buddy who's keeping me every day and asking to check and go oh yeah, did you do anything last night and i'm like yeah yeah i did it kind of motivates you as honest. well honest <laughs> yeah exactly it does it does i mean it, it's like with the podcast i think we've certainly said to each other in the past if this was a solo thing for any of us, if this there's no way we would be where we're at now. The reason that this podcast happens is because we were all like, yeah, we'll all be there. <laughs> Even if, you know, none of yeah. us like, oh, we're not in the mood, but because we've all said we'll be there, we'll be there, and then we'll do it and have a great time doing it. Um, so, yeah. This, and now we've done many. How many have we done now? I think we're 270 about... 270 something? I think it's about 273 or four. I think, yeah. We're getting alarmingly close to show 300, which, considering we haven't done show 200 yet, is something of a worry. <laughs> if we can have a show 200 slash 300 combined, um, that'd be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, shall I Let's talk- postpone that to show 500. <laughs> yeah. As time is wending on, shall I talk about the other thing I did uh, in the dark yeah. room? Because it will lead Oh, yeah. Sorry. Me. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So this was the first night. The first night. I thought, okay, I'm going to go in and do something. And what I decided I was going to do was... Um, spin off some it started with me wanting to spin off some rolls of film on my bulk roll so i have two bulk rolls on the go at the moment one of which has been on the go for over five years and that is my role hp5 not plus this is very old hp5 film um it's mad grainy it was mad grainy five years ago i'm sure it's getting better i thought i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna spin off three short rolls of that and then test it at 50 ISO, 100 ISO, and 200, and just kind of see what looks best with a view to doing something with it. Um, and I managed to find every wrong way. The whole, my whole evening was basically centered around bulk loading, bulk loaders, and the handling of, and I managed to find every single way it is possible to do things wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> to begin with, I was using these... Um, purpose-made canisters that you can unscrew and put the core back in uh, so i did that take the film put the core back in put the core in the wrong way rolled it all up went to put the film in the camera went oh this doesn't fit i put this in backwards okay right so went back in did it again um put the canister put the core in the right way put the canister in the wrong way um 
same net results. I'm, every time I'm having to rewind that roll back onto something else then. Um, and then finally, I managed to get a roll of film out of the bulk loader onto a spool done. Okay, good. So I managed to figure out, having done it wrong twice, how to just do the part of getting film out of the bulk loader onto the film. It's very easy. Then I thought, oh, what? I think what prompted this was, um, in doing that, it reminded me that using the bulk loader that I've got that film, which is an old Watson bulk loader, that you have to pull the film across quite a way before you can start winding it. So it means that at the end of every roll of film, you lose about two frames to daylight. So the last couple of frames or frame and a half are gone. I was like, that's quite wasteful. And I watched a YouTube video to see if there's any way you can improve on that. And what I essentially learned is that there's another kind of um, bulk loader. Uh, the one that I've got of that model is one made by Hammer, H-A-M-A, not M-C. Um, and because of the way it's designed, you lose far less at the end of the roll. The reason why this is important will become clear. But that bulk loader is the one that houses... Will it become clear soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot more mistakes to be made in the way. That bulk loader currently houses or housed my um, 200T. So I bought a 250 foot of 200T, rolled up a smaller roll, put that into the bulk loader. Um, I realized at that time that I rolled it onto the spool the wrong way round. So when I put it in the bulk loader and fed it out, um, it was coming out backwards, which meant that um, the remjet would be the first thing that the light would pass through, which means that the light wouldn't pass through it. You don't get. He's <laughs> yeah. not like, oh, this is a fun color film thing. It's going to be red scale. It's like no, it's, it's not like no. red scale. Yeah. So I'd had to thread that backwards to the thing anyway. So I took that out of the canister, re-rolled it, went to put that in a different one, messed it up, did the same thing again. Anyway, I found every wrong way to do this, um, and wasted quite a lot of the two hundred T because I had to keep cutting it off. And anyway. The point of this is that I have now made all the mistakes that there are to make with bulk loading in theory, which is great well, news, news because <laughs> we're, we're going to be going on an adventure all of us together. So we teased this in previous weeks and then we're going to talk about it a bit more now because um, it feels like we're getting close to actually doing something. So um, what we want to do is do a limited edition. It will be a very limited edition run of a special film to commemorate our friend John um, and we are getting there we have got the film to do it we have got in theory at least the means of getting the film into canisters <laughs> um, our friend James Lane from um, I can't remember what his lab's called but you know James Lane of Pyro 510 and um, being on the podcast <laughs> he's sending me up uh, Zone Imaging Lab in London he's sending me up a load of used canisters for me to put the film onto our good friend Matthew Joseph who I am delighted to report is kind of after a two year sabbatical stepping back into the world of film photography and communication so we're going to see and hear more from Matthew soon I'm sure I'm sure I'll have him on the backing paper soon and he's also getting active on our Instagram page again which has been very quiet since John went so if you see activity on there again now it's because Matthew's back um, he's doing or has done a design for the label for this um, so we just we've need got- to kind of do it um, now obviously as with all boutique films it's very hush we don't we can't share what our source is because that would spoil the magic um, but we can give you a bit of an idea about what you'll be getting so it's it's going to be a black and white film 
Um, and it's going to give quite a cinematic look, I would say. Um, it's easy to work with. If you want to know developing time, stuff like that, I suggest Googling double X. That might get you kind of in the ballpark. But we're not going to tell you what film this is based on. It's super exclusive from a very small <laughs> unknown boutique. But it just happens to have all of the same visual and um, dev requirements as double X. Um, but you'll never guess what it is. Um, so, yeah, we're working towards that. And uh, it's just a bit of fun. It was something that... John and I talked about buying a bulk roll of double X and mm. doing something with it. No. And so, uh, oh, damn, I've let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> um, but, so, so you found this substitute product that was a lot cheaper instead. Yeah, exactly. And... We found this substitute product that isn't double X. It's just identical to double X in every way. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. And it's going to be a bit of fun, right? I just thought. <sighs> Are you going to give the name, or is that not? For oh, you? Go, yes, go on, Claire. Re you can, revealing. You can, you, you can announce the name. Claire. <laughs> I don't know who came up with the name, but it's called Graham. You came up with the name, did you? <laughs> it was a real. It was a real five seconds of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so the film is going to be called Black and Whitmore. <laughs> yeah, Black and Whitmore. Black and Whitmore, and and it's going to come. The films come. It's come, coming as a package, isn't it? Are we allowed to say more, or is that? Yeah, well, this is our hold? plan. Things might change, but this is our plan. <laughs> so, um, Anne Marie has got still got some of John's zines. Um, he, he's done his three zines um, in boxes. There's still some of those. So, what we thought is rather than just selling rolls of film, what we want to do is sell. A little bundle which will be probably a couple of rolls of film and one of john's scenes um that's our plan there'll be more details hopefully fairly soon like i i feel like we're kind of getting closer to it now um uh, but we'll have more news and we'll let you know how to get it when it comes to it but you know i just want to get people excited also start the caveating early um I'm going to be bulk rolling this film. And you just heard me talk about my, my bulk rolling expertise. So listen, don't buy this if you're expecting the finest hand roll film in the world. I'm going to do my best. But, you know, it's going to which be... Will be... Which will be amazing, I am sure. Yeah, it's going to have rustic charm. Um, what's the... It's handcrafted, which I always feel is a synonym for a bit crap. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fun and it'll have a unique unique label it, on it yeah i was going to say it's got a unique label yeah so black and whitmore with a black unique label <laughs> label hand rolled it's by gonna Craig. be fun it's gonna be fun and well done mm. i think it's a great idea and yeah. um you know it's yeah it's, it's gonna be fun again it's, it's just that fun. thing of just it's gonna doing turn something. out well yeah and yeah. it's like why not do things it's much more fun to do things than to not do things it's um <laughs> So yeah, that's Indeed. that. Indeed. And I suppose um, on, on the John front, just another reminder that we are going to be doing a photo walk and meet up on the 26th of February. Um, I will get that on photowalk.me this week, but please do put, schedule it into your diary. It's going to be a good fun time. Walk around Coventry, take some pictures, and then back to John's house, to Anne-Marie's house for a lovely get-together, afternoon tea, and selling off some of the smaller bits and pieces from John's dark shed, finding a home for those. Um, that will be a real good time. And there are lists as we speak on Instagram and Twitter for people to go and see of John's bigger gear that we're selling. I've already found homes for some of it, which is great. And it's nice to see it going to um, 
people we know some of it as well so i know claire you're buying one of john's lights um mm-hmm. david allen is buying one of his enlarger lenses rachel is buying his enlarger um billy sanford's bought a light meter uh, so stuff is going all over the world um hamish i think is buying a uh big jobo color developer the thing that i talked about because um he's setting up a dark room in worcester so it's going off to good homes yeah. it's gonna find a good use um james lane's bought his f6 um still still i've been really trying to persuade aid to buy either the nikonos or the mamiya seven but he's mm. not having it are you Aid? They, they look like fantastic cameras but i would prefer that they go to somebody's gonna use them um i'm not, so. I'm not fussy <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> been hanging around with me for years. Yeah, true. But, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it, on a genuinely right. Uh, I think it would be a real shame if I ended up with those cameras because I think they're depriving somebody else of the opportunity. So you know, um, we we all know that I'm not the best at, at collecting and using different types of cameras. So true that so yeah as as we speak um think and these things are like we're selling them at below what they're going for on ebay these things are being sold at a, a good price so um there is an intrepid 8x10 still available um there is john's chroma camera that's not on the list at the moment because that's going to be going up to steve lloyd and he's going to be checking it over but that's going to become available soon so if you want a nice bright red 4x5 from steve lloyd then check that out um there is the mamiya 72 with an 80 millimeter lens which is a lovely camera it's not a cheap camera that kit i think is 3400 again that's cheap for a really good condition one of those in the box still with you know all the stuff that's needed so that's really nice and there's also a really tatty mamiya 7 which we'll be accepting offers on um so yeah grab yourself a bargain um yes and mm. spend money <laughs> it's all good cool all right well we'll be more or less done yeah uh, for, for this show I, I actually just actually one thing maybe just a quick shout out if i may um mm-hmm. uh and a, a couple of mentions on our about the sunny 16 discord um so first of all the our our conversation about backups and and things like that uh recently um that, that that's that spawned quite a lot of horror in the discord i think there's some people quaking in their boots about me throwing away negatives and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that so so uh but but yeah do, do check it no i don't blame you either it's uh, not in the slightest um uh but it's uh there's yeah, just a gentle reminder there's some it's good conversations on our discord uh so that that is uh yeah if anybody's got yeah discord address uh, it is simply sunny 16 podcast is is the discord server um uh second thing uh also from the discord as well um uh and quite how this came about or what the inspiration was for it i i really i, I really don't know uh but a few days ago uh jack tb on discord posted uh, uh an image of uh the cover of the of sergeant peppers the very famous mm. beatles album except he's done a lot of extra work on it and replaced a lot of the heads of all the characters with with, with members of the the film photography community, yeah. including really? us here on the uh, Sunny Sixteen podcast. Really? So, 
yeah 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 claire, you've got top spot actually claire if you yeah follow the link i put in the chat uh, okay. because, uh so i think the i think original on the original cover uh version it's marilyn monroe stands on the right hand side of the image uh, and uh your your head has has been placed oh, on marilyn monroe's body so. <laughs> oh that's very i think generous. it's i Thank think you. it's marilyn monroe if i remember rightly Thank i haven't gone back to check the original but uh, no, yeah, that's so. really generous oh it's great isn't it it is, it's a lot of fun. else I recognise? Oh, oh there's, there's people hiding. Andrew, That's the thing. Andrew um, Warboys. I can see him. There. <laughs> Andrew yeah. It's very podcaster centric. So lots of podcasters in there. Yeah. Podcasters and YouTubers. I can see our friends from the FPP. Mm. I can see other people as well. Um, but yeah, lots, lots of, of podcasters in. <laughs> yes, lo lo lots of people. It's great. All good fun, actually. All oh, good I fun. Aid. <laughs> yeah i'm in there yeah it took Where's me ages graham? to find graham well great graham took me ages to find i did find him eventually oh i can see rachel i've seen rachel yeah yeah, um, yeah. we'll share a link to this in the show notes for all the listeners that are being people. driven insane by this conversation yeah good point yeah it's great radio this isn't it? great radio um so uh yeah let's talk about another picture i can see that nobody else can <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well there we go uh that was just a, a nice thing to have a bit of fun brilliant uh so uh we have been the sunny 16 podcast uh and we'll play you out now with rachel's band rocker uh, you can get their band promises i should have kept on all good internet platforms um, as ever it has been an honor and a privilege to talk with you all and uh, great to catch up with friends about photography projects underway which is always good fun too and um, we will see you again next week goodbye bye, bye. bye.